Hey, this is Logan from Ram Records, and you're listening to Misrepresent on the legendary Cool London. Good evening, good evening, Cool London. Chatman's busy. Shouts to Kelly, Sherilyn, Casper. What's up to my quest too there? Shouts to Easton Tenors. Big show tonight. Kickstart with my top 10. This one's out on the 10th of August. It's called Night Shift featuring Dread MC. Katie Trap. Let's go. Hear me no rude boy, hear me no star. Real bad man, I'm in no talk in a wall. Hear me no rude boy, hear me no star. Real bad man, I'm in no talk in a wall. by myself in at number two this is control it's out on base stage and records later this year no release date as of yet Sub focus time warp. This is the J line bootleg. Use you out to chop chop for the last two hours. Yeah, boy. I want some of those tunes, you know, they were heavy. Hey, 
And this one in at number four for me this week. Zombie Cats featuring Malex. It's called The World Ends. Send this one out to Katie. In at number five for me this week. This one's out on the 10th of August. Ganja Time, DJ Limited. Shouts out to Brabs in East London. Everyone locked on in London right now. This one's out on the 20th of August. King Youth. It's called Pack Up Your Sound. Sending this one out to Chopper. that into this 
in number seven for me this week. Danny Stars, this is Police Pressure. This one's out at the end of the month. Richie Rambo. This one's King Youth. Sound by Boylan. Fourth coming. In at number eight for me this week. Number nine. This one's out on the 20th of August. This is Jay Dan, Thug Living. This one concludes my top 10 for this week. Rennie Levice. It's called Poke the Bear. This one's out on the Ram Let It Roll album. 
coming up, we've got Sub Zero in. Little chit chat. And we've got Algae. And Sherilyn. Awesome. I can't even words to explain. Awesome interview. And MC Brooksy. He's holding the fort with me at the end. This one's out on the 31st of August. Sub Killers and Profile. It's called Work. This one's forthcoming on cause for concern. Fallout up to CDA. It's called Bleed Like Us. Be out on the 27th. Big shouts out to Joe as well, who's at work at the moment listening. Shouts out to Bagpers, my jungle warrior. Out to Michael ST, Casper Locked On, Scumthorpe Crew, April Rain, Kylie, D Smile, 45 Roller, and Alan. Casual passerby. You're listening to Cool London, I'm Misrepresent. This one's Hamilton. It's the hopelessly addicted VIP. If you're in your car, if you're in your house, you want to turn this up. Thank you. 
I signed some people over from Russia called Lowriders. And they sent me a couple of tunes this week. And this is Green Vibes and Magnosta. Tracks entitled Destiny, it's forthcoming. Shouts to Wayne Marie. Pick up everyone locked on. This is Cool London. Coming audio porn. High maintenance called Know the Way. Coming out on 24th of August, this is Kodo, it's called Tripped.
track's called Sun, this is the instrumental, DJ Limited. A few more summer vibes. But it's gone a bit cloudy up here, I don't know about you lot, but it looks like rain. What sorcery is that? I haven't seen rain for ages. Sherilyn and Algie and I met Sherilyn in a queue a couple of Saturdays ago and we were both auditioning for the BBC Nottingham radio show which was an experience in itself. I mentioned I wanted to talk about Nottingham and knife crime, local issues and bringing in local musicians to the show and Sherilyn mentioned that she ran an organisation in Nottingham which did exactly that about knife crime. I mean, how the universe works. I mean, how did we manage to be standing next to each other out of the 400 people there? But I pledged and said I wanted to get them on call and talk about issues which really do bother me and talk about how things are topic of the moment alongside all the fakery. But first, Sherilyn, welcome to the show. Algie also, I know you're there. Thank you for being part of this special feature. Sherilyn, can you start by telling us where you grew up and just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yep, um, I grew up in a small village called Summercoat, it's in Alfreton. Nothing really happened there. Um, you just spent your days building tree houses, playing Kirby, making rope swings. Sometimes if you feel really brave, you would swim in a, a pond called Pioneer Pond and just hope that you didn't actually die. <laughs> Um, I moved to Nottingham when I was about 15 and it's just been my mum ever since that really. So the transition from village life to city life is a bit like, oh. Yeah, it's different. It's funny you talk about small villages because we used to do the same in Twinning near Chicksbury where I grew up and you're always close to death swimming in local rivers. Um, I mean, Algie, whereabouts are you from? Where did you grow up? I'm from originally, I was born in the Heights and Green. I moved to St. Anne's Young when my parents died. Um, yeah. I grew up with gangs and on the other side of the path. Yeah. So my life kind of started a bit different. By 15, I was serving a jail sentence. Yeah. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a young age, isn't it? Young age, yeah. Mm. I mean, Sherilyn, can you tell us about your, your dad and your mum and the switch from village life to city life? Yeah, so my dad was a drug addict. He probably still is. I saw him maybe once a month when I was when I was about five, when I used to visit my grandparents' house. He never really played an active role in my life. He was basically just irrelevant. Mm. 
um, visit a village. A village was quiet. Everyone knew your business before you did. We moved to the city when I was in the last year of secondary school, as my mum had landed a job as a teacher. Mm. Plus, she wanted to have more opportunities and better schooling for myself. City life was busy. I didn't really like it at first. The people were different and they spoke differently. It was a hard time. I just really wanted to be back with the people I knew. Um, I left home when I was 16, spent my teenage years raving, staying out to the next day, getting back in, going back out the next afternoon. Then I met my son's dad together for 10 years and then had my own son at the age of 28. Life was great, good job, we was happy, everything was nice, contempt, especially when you come from a split, uh, when you split up from somebody for a long period of time. But I was in a good place, mm. but... And then in 2015, my mum was murdered. She was punched, strangled, and she was finally stabbed to death 13 times by her ex-boyfriend, James McCarthy. Mm. I mean, obviously talking about this is extremely painful. Um, I mean, people live such sheltered lives, and sometimes this kind of violence is something they'd only encounter watching the TV. I mean, but it's had a profound effect on your mental health, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I sat there once and I said to my liaison officer, that this only happens on the TV. You read about this daily, you don't really expect it to happen to you. Losing my mum, obviously, it hit me mentally, physically and emotionally, but I wasn't aware of it, if that makes sense. Mm. But it obviously had a detrimental effect on me, which came over time. Mm. I, I just, all I did was just, I went to work, I raised my son, I, it was only at night that it would hit me. So it was weird. So the silence is was the biggest killer because you were alone with your thoughts. Mm. Um, but I did try and take my own life, unfortunately, 17 times, and I did obviously clearly failed. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't bear the thought of living alone in this world without my mom. Mm. A contributing factor to these suicide attempts was the images you see throughout the trial. And when I was told it took her six hours to die, you know, you find yourself visually seeing her laying there and mm. thinking of all the things she would be thinking. So that was really is what was killing me. Was mm. just is just that thought. I was diagnosed with severe depression and PTSD. So for people and, that don't know what PTSD is, post-traumatic stress disorder, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And 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 that's a it's a mental health condition. Um, yeah. And obviously, like people don't what you're talking about there which some people won't understand again it comes back to people that haven't been in contact with anything like this other than tv or people that haven't been in contact with anybody like yourself to be able to talk about it is that it's like a ripple effect and you don't realize it's happening to, to you until it's kind of too late and you're yeah so it's just like you say you don't know it's happening so you actually absolutely think that you're fine yeah I think you come to a breaking point when you actually think, oh my God, because you've took the weight of the world upon you. Mm. And then all of a sudden it just comes crashing down and then you've just lost it. That's mm. that's obviously what happened to me just by through suicide because it just got too much. Mm. Every, every step was just too much for me because I just couldn't. Did you find as well that sometimes that you didn't know right from wrong? I mean... I found sitting there I didn't I questioned myself all the time I was like am I thinking normally am I not thinking normally am I doing the right thing am I not doing the right thing I mean because it, it led on to a path of crying for yourself didn't it yeah which was is totally out of character and that's that's why obviously like what you just said earlier you don't know what's right and what's wrong yeah. but in a sense I probably did 
but it, it would, I was just too far gone. Nobody, mm. could, basically, nobody could save me. I couldn't save myself. Mm. So I just needed to suppress my feelings a little bit more. Mm. And that's how I dealt with it. So I took to crime because it was a distraction for me. A bad distraction, but a distraction from what I was going through. I mean, talking about Algie, how, how did you two meet? I mean, Algie, how did you get in touch with Sherilyn? How, how, how did you two meet? Um, we was on a course together. Uh, we started, well, we started a course together, doing mentoring. Uh-huh. And um, then, then we got thrown into a talk at a university together, which was the worst talk I've ever been to. But, um, <laughs> 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 it really was, wasn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and from them, we've got things in common and we kind of just clicked, innit? And, started talking about what we're dealing with we started talking about it from peer mentoring really yeah. and from then we've just moved forward together to tell the truth Algie like your story is obviously as tragic and as heartbreaking as what Sherilyn's gone through you've both been di- through different things but on different levels I mean you lost your parents both of your parents haven't you I mean, do you want to just talk about that and tell us about what happened well um, basically my mum and I lived with my mum and my dad when I was a kid and um, my dad, my mum went through a lot of domestic violence from my dad, mm-hmm. um, which I've seen, I've watched it all, tell the truth. And through that is um, how I lost my mum. She um, died giving birth to my little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, I think it turned me a lot against a lot of people. And then a year later, I lost my dad. The year to the day of losing my mum. Mm-hmm. So the, the day she died, he, he got hit by a um, drunk driver. A year later. How old um, were you? I, kind of seen it. I was five when my mum died. Yeah. Um, six when my dad died. Yeah. So um, I grew up with our parents. So I grew up with our proper role models. Like I've, all my friends went to places like fishing and things like that. I never done none of that. Yeah. You, know, you know, the little thing what you do with your mum and dad, I just didn't have none of that as a kid. So were you in foster care? I kind of pushed myself. Did you go yeah. to foster care? Went yeah. To foster care. Um, I lived with foster parents and I went into um, care homes as well. Yeah. I mean, care homes, care homes are a different kettle of fish, aren't they? I mean, foster parents are one thing um, for people that don't know. You're in a foster family and I think I was talking to somebody about this the other day is that you're talking about not going fishing and not doing normal things as a kid and you'd think, oh, you'd be in foster care, these people look after you, but then you have respite, yeah. you have respite and respite at Christmas time where they say, oh no, yeah. they want time with their family, so you then go to a different foster home, don't you? So however much yeah. you want to be part of their family, you're kind of reminded all the time that you're not, aren't you? Yeah, you're not, yeah. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, and please yeah. Take, take, do you take eight weeks... 10 weeks 16 weeks and who gives you a birthday invite 16 weeks in advance it just doesn't happen you never get to go you never get to go so it's like people don't realise that however you know however much of a brilliant foster parent however much they try hard they're not your mum and dad and, um, yeah, exactly. And no one can replace your mum and dad. No. And that's the thing for me it was a massive thing. Like, I think a lot of people who are in foster care, they have their parents as well, so they're always still there. Yeah. Well, for me, when I did the first going to foster care, and that was with a family member. Mm. But even then, going into that, knowing that my parents weren't there, um, 
it didn't make me want to be close to the foster care then. Mm. So that made it harder for the foster care themselves to care for me because I wouldn't let no one care yeah. for me then, if that makes sense. Because you put so, up a brick wall, don't you? Yeah. And I found, when I was a kid, I don't know about you, but I found, well, I put up a brick wall because it was like, well, I'm going to get hurt, you're going to hurt me, I'm going to go to the next foster yeah. parent, so I might as well just, you might as well just give up now. It was almost like I'd walk through the door, I'd been there five minutes, and I was screaming and shouting at them, almost because the sooner they rejected me, me, the sooner that they said, the better. the better, because then I could kind of go, yeah, well, I was right, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. It justifies your own actions, don't it? Yeah. That's why it was. Yeah, I found you know that. Saying? Yeah. yeah and it then, was the same for me, man, because yeah. I didn't let no one love me. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wasn't allowing to no. love me. Yeah, I think, I don't know, do you want to just talk about how you felt about yourself? Um... I don't know, in, in a way, I just hated people around me. I didn't accept nobody, yeah. especially if there was elders. I could only accept my own peers mm. as a young, when I was younger. I didn't take them to me, so I trust my peers. But anyone older than me, family members, even just friends who were older than me, I couldn't accept them. I couldn't trust them because I always believed that you'd leave, you'd just go disappear, gone. Because that's how I seen it as a child. My mum and dad were just gone. Yeah. So living like that and I lived like that for years till I was about 14, 15 yeah. to my first jail sentence and then it just became a part of my life the way I was acting but rather than trying to find a way out it just became a part of who I was yeah. so I couldn't get out of it I mean you, you talked to me and you you said you spent 8 months in Drake Hall I mean for those again some people have probably never been inside a prison again it's something they've just seen on TV but can you explain you know your experience about that and, and what it's like um, it's going to sound weird, but I needed to go to prison. I needed to be punished because I was punishing myself with suicide, with my mental health, everything. I needed to be punished. And my yeah. barrister said to me, and my psychiatrist said to me, Sherilyn, stop punishing yourself. Somebody else needs to punish you for, obviously, the crime that you've that you've done so in a way when I went to when I went when I was sentenced I was so relieved I was so so relieved because I was being punished finally somebody was hearing my cries but you know prison is it is what it is it's not orange is the new black it's not it's nothing like that I met a really good bunch of girls from all different sides of, of crime and and they were just amazing women they were so strong and they were just so inspiring and some of them you just looked at your own life and thought I have got a life outside yeah. and I, I feel blessed to have my son and my friends out there because some of these women inside they had nothing and that is their life and yeah. that's really 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 sad yeah. but I rehabilitated in it I found myself again and I was I was I was thankful. I was given the opportunity because without that, I wouldn't be here today. Do you think if people could listen to just this short story of yours, and maybe look at people who are in prison and maybe think, you know what, like yeah, you've made wrong decisions, you've made bad choices, but there's a reason for why that's happened. That that would help people come together as communities and understand each other a bit more. Yeah, I think they just need to pay attention. Sherilyn, Sherilyn touched on it earlier. Honest, says when she was in that situation, yeah. it's like no one could see that she was screaming for help. Yeah. You get me? And it was the same for me as a child. Even though I was pushing people away, I was actually screaming for help. Yeah. And no one could actually see it. 
But if people were paying attention to me as it would have been, as, as my parents would have, then they would have been able to maybe stop that, maybe yeah. prevent me going into the life I went into. Yeah. Because no one paid attention to them screams, I was stuck. So I think you should paying attention to them and listening to them them screams for help yeah. and being there to help them and support. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I think. A lot of people haven't got the support they need. No. Well, what you're doing now and what you're doing, Sherilyn, as well, with United Impact is brilliant. And obviously both of you are going into the communities and doing the work that's needed. So I think that's the way forward. Yeah, it definitely is. Now looking at both of you two and you've come out of prison and you're both strong loving kind helpful people i mean you're both now putting yourself into a position to you know deliver speeches and and help to other people i mean is that because you want to or because prisons rehabilitated you or is it because deep down there's just good in you that you want to help other people i think it's more about helping people ourselves not about prison didn't rehabilitate me i went in prison three times yeah uh, um, what rehabilitated me was a letter from my daughter and all it was was on four lines and I remember it to this day. All it said was, hello dad, um, I've seen you for ages. Last time I seen you was at McDonald's. Then went to the park, rolling down the hill with Jaya, who's a little sister. Can we do that again for you soon? Mm. And love, love Keisha. That was it. That was my letter. And that was the day I said, no, there's no more of this. Jail didn't do it for me. Jail made me go back to jail yeah. twice after the first time. And that's what that did. It's a school for crime. Because yeah. there's no options for you to do better in jail. And obviously with both of you having children, if I go to Sherilyn first, I mean, Sherilyn, how important do you think it is that a stable family life is for kids growing up? I think it's... It could be... I don't know, because it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say, you know. My mum was... She raised me single-handedly. I'm raising my son single handedly and he had a stable he had a stable upbringing to mm. the age of two and then it obviously all went it all went wrong the inconsistency the no routine one dad there one minute dad there not mama there one minute one mom, mama there not mum there one minute mama and mum obviously not there the next yeah. and it, that has had a knock-on effect on his behavior you know he's just He's just been diagnosed like he's under emotional development behaviour. So he's emotionally that of a two to three year old rather than a five year old. Mm. And but he's only five. So all I can say now is what has happened for these past five years, it's not been stable. Yeah. And this is the outcome of it now. But who's to say in when he's 25 or when he's 15 that, you know, he's back on track. So. Mm. I don't know, like I say, we came from a stable upbringing, but look what happened to my mum, you know, it's, you see it in two different ways and that's that's how it is really. Do you think it's a lack of services, you know, like that time that had happened, do you think there was more victim support for when your mum got stabbed to death? Do you think if you'd had some more psychological help and psychological support at that time, you know, maybe some, you know... uh, they do cognitive brain therapy or something if you'd had something at that time to talk through do you think that might have helped or do you just think it was just one of those things that was going to happen well to to be honest through the eight months that this was this carried on for for the trial and everything and the preparation for the trial you have so much support your liaison officers here every single day you've got police you've got the chief inspector 
officer, you've got a victim liaison officer, you've got a family liaison officer, you've got a victim support, you've got so many services. It's when when that judge smashes that hammer and that mm. sentence is passed, you don't you don't have nothing. And that's where that's where they failed me because you then start your own life sentence because you've had all of this support emotionally, physically, and all of a sudden it's gone. So you get lost because you don't actually physically know what to do. Yeah. You're alone again. Yeah. I mean, for you, Algie, talking about you going back to prison and again and again. Sometimes I feel like the, the kids that I know that have gone back to prison, it's because like all they all they know is a life of crime. All they know is how to be a gangster. All they know is how to be that rude boy. And going back to prison is just kind of like again a little bit of a trophy symbolism thing. Was it? What was the reason? Do you think for you going back to prison? Me going back to prison, I think in a way it was punishment to myself because I kept committing crimes what I know I'd get caught for. Yeah. Um, I think the younger, some of them do it. For it's a symbolised thing, but um, a lot of them just do it could they go to jail, could they get caught. Yeah. People see it, people think they do it for reputation, but no one wants to go to jail. There's not a person out there who wants to be in there. Um, there may be a few, but they're the institutionalised type who are in there for years. Yeah. Um, I, I, wouldn't see, I wouldn't say it that way. I'd say it's more the life the court opens sends them to jail. Yeah. They can't necessarily the see it. They can't necessarily see it though that, that what's going on around them so how would you say that changing people's lives and making changes to these children's lives I mean what did you do what are you doing what can we do it's about letting people who, who, who were involved in that life before talk to these people and be involved in rehabilitating them because they're not doing that the organisations that are involved now it's just people who don't know nothing about these kids and anything about their past or their lives. Yeah. They haven't got nothing in common with them. Yeah. So for them to help them, it's, it's not possible. They don't even want to sit down and listen to them kind of people. Mm. I didn't when I was that age. I, would, I didn't want to listen to no one who wasn't from my side of life. Mm. So that's what they need. They need people who have changed themselves because the ones who have changed themselves have changed themselves for their own reasons and it hasn't been the system what's changed them. Yeah. So that's what the children need to see, that they've got that within themselves to change them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they need to be known that, just shown that, really. Uh, and for you, Shevelyn, I mean, again, the same question like to you. You're making changes to people's lives. I mean, what do you think it is that needs to be done and what are you doing now? Just the, exactly what Algie just said. We spend so much time going to these meetings, these events, and even from my own experience of obviously what happened to my mum, I don't, if I'm going to the doctor and I'm telling them, I'm crying out for help, but you want to give me tablets? because that's that's your answer or you want to pass me a leaflet oh I need to go speak to a counsellor why am I going to phone somebody who hasn't got the foggiest of what I am going through or how I'm feeling so how am I supposed to get answers from some somebody who's earning 10 pounds an hour just to pick up the phone and go yeah it'll get better <laughs> That, that just doesn't work no. and this is this is what I found that yeah. even in my search to this day there is nobody that is teaching these people yeah. on what real life it's all textbook warriors yeah. they, they don't want to hear what we've got to say even from an ex-offender's point of view they don't want to hear it they just they don't even want to hear our success stories mm. so so for us, you're always going to be tarnished with that. But it's like Algie said, you know, if you go into a school and you stick 
or you speak to the MP, you speak to the chief inspector in front of him, and they're all talking like, this is what prison's like, da 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 da. You're going to get that 14 year old who's going to go, you all right, bro? Where are you from? Because you don't know nothing about what's going on in my area, because where do you live? Where did you go to school? What degree did you get to, to stand here to say that? They're not going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to respond to people like myself and Algie who have been through something so detrimental, so tragic, that they're going to look at us in a different way. Because they all look at you that particular way, like, what's she going to say? What's he going to say? And then when you tell your story, they're like, oh, okay. They relax then because they were talking from real life because we're real people and we exist. You get all these 800 people that are being stabbed and murdered over across Nottingham. Not one of these people are stepping forward to say, let me take let me take charge. Let me take charge of this. Well, they are because you're stepping forward, aren't you now? You're saying, I'm going to take charge of this. You and Algie, you've uh, decided to take it upon yourselves to make a change and you've set up United Impact. So tell us about United Impact. So it was just... It was just one of them things where what I'd experienced, there was nothing there. Support groups, they ain't got no support groups for people who were victims of manslaughter and murder. Mm. Oh, but we've got we've got support groups for Alcoholics Anonymous or drug addicts. Okay, so where am I going now? Where am I going to go for support? I need support mentally, physically. So I was really, really surprised when I was doing my research. Oh, we don't have this. For a city that we live in, for the amount of people that are attacked every single day mm. or or for suicide every 40 seconds, mm. there is nothing. There's it, still nothing now. And there's also, so, a, there's a statistic now that like every 14 minutes in England and Wales, every 14 minutes there's a knife crime. I mean, that is a staggering amount of violence that's in the UK. Like I know we're talking about Nottingham, but across the UK. So if a big city like Nottingham hasn't got a support group for knife crime, then surely something's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, but they, but these people don't want to hear that. They want to go, oh, here's an organisation, look what they're doing. But yeah. what about the people? What about these... Where, where, are, where, are, where am I? And where are the people before me and after me? Because there's nowhere for us to go. So this is why I set it up. Because I wanted somebody... somebody somewhere for people to go that would say you know what she's been through it he's been through it i'm gonna go talk to these people because i'm not feeling too good at the moment and i do not know where my feelings are going to take me and there's no worse feeling to feel alone i felt alone so so alone so i imagine that there's going to be so many more people out there before me and after me you've you've done a lot of debates together haven't you i mean both of you have both of you have like been, well you were on TV recently when you Channel 5 oh, tell, tell God, us about that yeah. one oh, is that, do you want to talk about that one no swearing <laughs> no swearing <laughs> oh my, my god that was a joke it was a joke so it's Channel 5 <laughs> it is about uh, tell us about what it's supposed to do what the programme's supposed to do alright this is a programme supposed to find a solution it's supposed to help find a solution to um, knife crime and to solve it or to help it's supposed to help the youngers as well I don't even know like, to tell the truth the real answer to that is I do not know what that program is supposed to do yeah. it was about it was about cans um, of diet coke full fat coke <laughs> chocolate brownies and briefings jeez <laughs> So what happened then? So you got on the show and um, you you were invited to go. They, they pay your train fare, you get down there. Tell us what happened. 
We didn't even go first class, girl. No first class. No first I won't be having class. that show then. <laughs> so they invited you on and you got there and, and, and it was scripted, right? I mean, I thought this was supposed to be a live debate. No, no. When we got there, we got put into... Some people got put into a green room. I, I reckon they got some in-depth briefing because the people who got into the room with us, which I just assumed was the public room, <laughs> <laughs> we just got drawn into the public booth at the side and we got, we got briefed. That's what happened. Whoever was going to speak got briefed. We also got an email. This is how, how scripted it was. We received an email telling us not to wear bright colours or patterns. And many of you listeners probably watch this show yet and they'll see people in bright colours and patterns and they'll notice that the people in bright colours and patterns spoke. That's how scripted it is. Wow. Do you know what that's really interesting, but talking about scripted things and and, and things being fake, I mean, another thing that when I was in the queue with you outside BBC Not On Radio is that... We were talking about how people are fake and people in the community and how TV in general and a lot of music is all an illusion and it's not actually real. There's not anything real going on at the moment. I mean, what are your experiences of, like, fakery? I mean, let's talk about that. You know what it is, right? When I first stepped out of my little circle, I was like, yeah, boy, I've got this. (laughs) And then I met these these people. I I won't spat names You were selected where to sit. 
how can you put people in the room, one, who aren't a victim's family, who aren't a perpetrator's family, so then they can't answer that question. Mm. So when Alistair Stewart's like, it's the parents' fault, nobody's going to argue that because the people aren't here. Yeah. But then you think, oh, hang on a minute, I took to crime, but I don't blame my mum. I blame the system who failed me, mm. who failed me along the way. So it was very interesting mm. to see that nobody was a perpetrator's family, mother or daughter or anybody in that room. So that's how you know it was scripted and it, it was just a load of BS, because mm. it was. I mean, how are we going to have positive role models in society then? Obviously, the situations that you guys have been in, it might put people off. I mean, yes, it's all very well saying, let's get people who have been through prison, let's get people who have had, you know, crimes, but you you are going to get people in their high horses, in their high, you know, rooms saying, oh, no, we don't want people like that talking to our children. You know, you will get that. You will get that. So is there any point in that? Do you think there's a solution to those problems? There's a massive point, I think. I can next to them people and say well I'm as good as you because I run a business just like you do I own my own business just like you do so what would you I say to from. them what would you say to them about with about people that, who have been in prison or have got a criminal record H- how would you attack that criticism the only way I can attack it is that they haven't lived it They've never, they never would live it they wouldn't take themselves away from their cushy life and go down to these areas and take even a look for a day and drive through and look at and talk to the people who are down there they've got to go and experience it or even talk to somebody who experienced it until they do they've got no right to judge anyone mm. and I think they're too quick to judge people mm. that's the thing they need to stop judging people and start learning and just just learning you take knowledge from somebody and you'll learn a lot man that's mm. what I think you've mm. got to learn from people because they don't let ex-offenders into schools and this is what the major problem is right. we got into Trent University on a win because yep. they were doing an out out of term um, knife awareness course mm. that's how we get in so ex-offenders are not allowed into schools yeah. we can't get into schools to teach them so it's like a brick wall so how can we teach and educate them if you're not allowed in hence why they send in life coaches mm. or MPs or you get your chief inspector you know running these little things like to do to do like oh look I'm going to put up a little prison cell in your in the classroom for you get a taste of it and this is how it happens just really jars me things like that because Mr MP when was the last time you stepped foot into Ramby or into Nottingham prison because if you stepped into Nottingham prison you'd know that that was was a condemned building and shouldn't even be fit for purpose mm-hmm. so it's failing but the report is failing isn't it massively yeah. Yeah. So what is the solution? What is the solution to the problems surrounding knife crime? I mean, is it more stop and searches or is it more youth work, educating the kids? What's the solution to the problem that we're having at the moment? Well, stop and search is a joke. Mm. Um, but can I just say, you know, for this school, and they've had all of this all of these cuts, right? They've had all of these cuts. So you've lost everything. So you've lost your, your counsellors, you've lost your school nurses, everything like that. Mm. But... They want to try and give it back to education and say this is where education's going wrong. But you've cut it. That's why it's gone wrong, because you've cut the cuts. So people can't go and have a one-to-one with their school counsellor because she doesn't exist anymore. Mm. How are you trying to make it about education is the cause of this when you're taking 
the courts from it. How do you can talk about stop and search? Algie, I'll put the same question to you again. What what do you think the solution yeah. to the problems surrounding knife crime is? I mean, is it is it more like I said, stop and searches or more youth work or educating the kids? I think it's giving back to the community what they took away, man. The youth clubs are things. Stop and search is a joke. Yeah. It's alienating the kids and the teenagers. They're not getting to talk to people at all. Like even the police, like they used to be able to walk around and they talk to people. People knew who they were. I don't know one police officer nowadays. I don't think none of my grandparents do either. They used to know all of them by name. Mm. So little things like that, bringing the community back together and making it a community rather than forcing people apart mm. and making you stop on the road in front of everyone and searching them. Because they're not going to want to talk to you after you do that. Mm. They're not going to want to say a word. You know what I mean? So we've got to find a better way to bring them together and bring them youth clubs back and social events, things like that. You get me? Yeah, I mean, you both love Nottingham, right? I mean, this is why you're talking about people. You want to bring them together. I mean, that's why you want to make a change. You want to make a difference. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, me personally, I'm not just doing it to Nottingham. And I was, I was born here and this is where the crimes are happening in Nottingham, which makes it personal. But it's not just for Nottingham. It's to make changes in the criminal justice system. It's to make changes for the council sentencing. Mm. It's to make a change as a whole. We're going to start off small. We are going to start off in our own city because that's where we live and this is where we will be and this is where our future generation are going to live. Mm. So it's always about taking that little small steps that we're going to have, that we're going to do, and then we'll broadening it out to places like Birmingham to Manchester you know to Liverpool and it's about filtering the system to make it better give nothing in the community back that's is it like it's just it's just dead out the city is and what I'll say to you, Algie, as well, I mean, again, you love Nottingham, right? And, and that's why you want to make a change, make a difference. What are your reasons driving you to be doing what you're doing? I've lived on both sides of Nottingham. Um, so for me to bring Nottingham together and make them both understand each other would, would be perfect for me. That's why I want to do it. I want people to be able to understand each other. Yeah. Um, I don't want there to be no divide or no division between people. Yeah. But that's what's what it is right now. If people don't understand people, then we'll always be having these violent crimes and things will always be happening. Mm. So uh, that's what we need to do. It's like my five-year-old said to me the other day um, when he had to put on a T-shirt, you know, when he just said he was standing up for his mama. And, he, and I straight explained to him that it's to make people who play out a bit more safer, that they're nicer to people. His words were, kind hands, kind feet, kind words. That's mm. just as simple as it is. And that's what us, as a city, needs to remember. Kind hands, kind words, kind feet. Mm. And that's from a five-year-old, and that's what they're being taught in school. Mm. Be nice to each other. Do your kind words. You kind feet all the time. Mm. It's just so simple, but we don't live like that. No. We live in a world where we need to hurt people with our words. We used to hurt people with our hands, and we need to hurt people with our feet. Like violence is the answer, but mm. it's not. No, no. But I mean, there's always going to be some people that don't understand, and there's always some people that can't understand. I mean, it would be a beautiful place if we got the whole world to live in harmony and understand you know what some of us have been through what you guys have been through and understand that it's 
come from you going into prison because of the situations that you've been in. That can't always be helped, can it? I mean, a lot of the people that are in prison, yeah, they've done bad things, but they're not necessarily bad people now. And there will always be a stigma attached to them. And I think a lot of kids have led sheltered lives. They don't even know what guns and knives are. I mean, especially areas where I live, where I go at the local youth club, I take my DJ kit down there to the youth club. So the teenagers are really well-spoken. I mean, they don't even dream of swearing that much, let alone cussing you. And I think that's brilliant to live around here for my children personally, because I've seen it from the inner cities. It's a completely different story. And you've had some experiences with like those kinds of kids as well, haven't you? Obviously, it's a better... There's a better way, but there's also a downside. Do you think inner cities are really different to rural sections of the UK? I think, um, to me, I've always been in the city, but when I've been out to the rural areas, it's like they don't understand me at all. Like, even though I talk to some people, that's why I've kind of had to adapt the way I talk to people. Um, they didn't understand it, the road talk and things like that. Yeah. And then when they come down here, they've automatically got a stigma of how it's going to be. Like, they hear about St. Anne's and automatically my area is the worst place in the world. And to me, it's not. It's one of the closest communities in Nottingham, and yeah. that's the truth of it. Yeah. But people didn't know that because they're not in there. They just assume from the area that they hear this about St Anne's that we, we don't assume that we have to go there and find out first mm. so I think that's the difference between the two people we'd rather find out we'd rather assume mm. do you think there's a happy medium though like you know kids can be street wise and educated but they can also be a little bit wrapped up in cotton wool and be innocent or do you think it's one or the other or do you think like what Sherilyn was saying earlier, I'm, I'm kind of exploring the fact that you could have a really bad, rough life and you can still end up doing okay when you're 25, 30. So does, it, does any of it really matter, do you think? Or? I think the, all what matters is that you instill the right values in your children. Mm. I think that's what matters. I think if you instill the right values in, the, in your children, then no matter what path they're going along the way, they're going to find themselves on the right path. Because mm. I was instilled the right values by my elders. I just didn't accept it because I didn't want to accept them into my life because these are my parents. Mm. But because they did instill them values in me, later on in life, I've turned to them. But I've always also lived by certain morals, what they did teach me. Get me so mm. I think just instill values into your children and they'll live right if they can. I mean, you were running a knife awareness course, weren't you, with 16, 17 year olds from an area, and you asked them what an amnesty was. Do you want to tell us about that story? Sure, <laughs> 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 What did you say to them? Did you just say, What is an amnesty? Do you know what an amnesty is? That what you said? And someone said, um, it's a festival. <laughs> Which I know there's a festival called it, but they assumed that the old amnesty was just a festival. What was the other one? Someone said something that was just ridiculous. Um, it was all ridiculous. Uh, there was all the, all the answers. There was not one answer what was actually correct. They didn't uh, realise that, that a knife amnesty was where everyone handed all their weapons in. They didn't know. No. So what kind of impact does that have on you having young people live such sheltered lives compared to what you guys have been through? I mean, do you find that eye-opening or do you find it shocking? It's, it's shocking just because... Yeah. Do they not have a TV in their house or is it just switched on like BBC Parliament? Or do you just watch Desperate Housewives? Because mm. that, that, that BS is a real evil. Yeah. So it's just a bit like, do we not in the, live in the same society? Do we not live in the same country? The shocking part of it is, 
and the disgusting part of it is and the insulting part of it is is that when we spoke to these children they were bored there was one girl she had that bored dead out look on her face like this doesn't happen to me dad la di da so they were bored and it's an insult it really is an insult yeah there's a major difference isn't there between inner city kids and, and what I think of I, to me though because obviously I've seen both sides I, c- I can see in a way because I want my kids to grow up in that rural area because I don't want them to be near the inner city stuff because it is pretty horrifying at times I think there is a bit of a happy medium that they need to be aware of it's not just happening on TV like you said darling it's not just TV this happens on this is real life and I think that's where people's empathy becomes developed you know like you were talking about your son's emotional development and things i think emotional intelligence and emotional development only happens by having experiences sometimes though i think it's difficult though because i can see why these parents want to protect their children from it all because it's like well, you can't protect them from yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter if you're poor or you're not poor or you're rich yeah that per- the person who holds that knife doesn't care if you're poor the person who take who takes that stabbing they don't care they don't care where you come from class doesn't come into it yeah. when you're holding the weapon yourself or you're holding that gun mm. or if you're shot in drugs that's the difference they it, class doesn't come into it so why should we be segregated why should there be a division between upper class and lower class because i don't consider myself lower class i consider myself to be upper class because i've had a good upbringing mm. so we shouldn't be we shouldn't be pulled down from that and it's like you I touch on something that you said earlier with these um, the prisoners in there at the minute the people are too judgmental and they're too shallow minded they need to bear in mind that these, these people are committing crimes for a reason they're, they've got a story but nobody wants to hear that story nobody cares about that story all they care about is what they read and what sentence they got and then they've got something to say on it mm. but why don't you take yourself out of it and put yourself into that situation because you can't because you always think that's never going to happen to you one day whether you've got a million pounds you're going to wake up broke you're born into this world the same way you will leave the same way on your own so people need to realise that it's not about class you should be all te- taught the same thing yeah I agree with you we touched on this with algae earlier and I talked about it and music and things and, I, and sometimes I think TV has a little bit to blame of the way that people view and see society because when people are in these areas they go home and all they do have is their TV as a source of knowledge I mean if you had to change a few things about things on TV and things in the media what would you do? I think with the reality TV shows mm. um most of these soap soaps what are on TV what just portray life in the way it's not. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not real. You know, anything was just... I just think things need to be real. If you're going to have a reality TV show, have a reality TV show what shows you the homeless out in the street and a documentary what's going to show you something about life. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we're not seeing that on TV. Yeah. We're not even hearing much about it on radio nowadays. Radio is all about these, this new music, which I'm not talking about the drill music, I'm talking about the repetitive music we on the radio, what's to me mind-numbing. Mm. It just numbs the youth. So I think they're the kind of things that need to go. Mm. What about you, Sherilyn? What would you change on TV and radio? What would you change? <laughs> The same, it's the same what Aldi said, reality TV. I mean, look at Love Island. You've got all these girls, size zero, size four, plastic boobs, fillers, 
Who looks like that? Yep. Who looks like that? I don't look sure. like that. <laughs> so they're portraying as a role, they're role models. Who are these people? Mm. But yep. I give props though to EastEnders because they did obviously the thing with Shaquille, the knife attack on him. Yeah, that was good. That so was. They, yeah, so they use real people. They use a, a few, quite a few heads though from Nottingham still. So big props to them though yeah. because for that, I felt every bit of pain because yeah. how they portrayed it is the way it is dealt with in real life. Yeah, that so was a big touching, props to them. Yeah, touching episode that was. It was quite haunting, wasn't it? Because they had all the real mums and the parents and the people being yeah. standing as the coffin And it, and it was out. good because they, that is what people want to see. Yeah. Not your Channel 5 live scripted debate, not your little Love Island size 10 little girls like <laughs> don't do nothing wrong, but... Look at EastEnders. That was real. That's the yeah. first time that a, a soap has ever done something like that where they've used real people. And that was just to celebrate, obviously, Ben and his 10-year anniversary. So big props to Brooke. Yeah, big props for all of them. It was good. I mean, talking about music, music has got me out of very dark places growing up and it's kept me going. It's also been rewarding. How's music helped you? I mean, Sherilyn and Aldi, if you talk about music. Music makes you lose control. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I love music anyway, like jamming in the car. My son loves music. He loves he loves everything that's, you know, that's that's relevant. But then he likes Swiss beats, do you know what I mean? So I bring him up on good old school hip hop, do you know? Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, when you're in prison, oh, wow. You gotta wait three months for that CD, so you listen to the same dead out CD. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same dead. It is the same dead out. If someone's got it, everyone else has got it. So it makes you more appreciative. What about you, Algie? What? What, 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 what? I'm a rapper, so music's always been an escape for me. Even in jail, I just sit down with my writing pad and I can zone out the world. Mm. So. To me, no matter what my music's been about, because it's always been about my life, that's always been my escape. So I think we've just found the solution to the world's problems. I think we should all agree that music <laughs> is the way forward. <laughs> yeah, it's the way forward. It always has been, man. Seriously, it has My music's love, isn't it? Let's just put some good music on and play it and all come together and dance and I think everything... Oh, to me, that's what makes everything okay. That makes everything... We'll all get yeah. under a hot... You should have sang at your audition then. <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> we just all flopped hard on that audition, but nerves got me. Yeah. Made a tree <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could have been like the Chuckle Brothers. I can't, I can't lie though, I did feel a bit gutted when I got four no's. <laughs> no, we should have. We have. We've got the answer that we should have signed. We should have signed to them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What are your top you three? Song I could have <laughs> what, are you, what are your top three all time tracks? What are they? Mine are Method Man, yeah. All I Need, yeah. um, Music Soul Child, um, Just Friends. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to say that I was thinking something else earlier, but you know what? Um, the most beautiful thing in this world, Keith Murray. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna try and dig that one out and play it. Sherilyn, what's your one? What are your three tracks? Um, you know what? I can't really pick three, but if we're doing all time, like, I'm gonna go with any U2 song because that was my mum's favourite band in the whole wide world. So I'd be it'd be U2, any track by them. Um, and I love who do I know? I love I love you know what I love everybody. I love everybody's music. I like Drake, I like I like Speed, I like all sorts. I'm not really not really one. Uh, do you wanna tell us about what's gonna be coming up for you guys? Um 
Um, we're going to be talking about real life issues and um, we're going to have real debates um, but not just about knife crime um, about everything that's going on in Nottingham and England around everywhere with the justice system the government even like you know mental health and issues like that domestic violence things yeah. that are affecting people mm. we're trying to hit them issues in reality though mm. so we're trying to hit people and make people be able to talk for themselves mm. rather than told what to talk about we want people to be able to speak so that's what we're going to be doing we're going to be the voice uh, but not yeah. just that what we're what i've proposed to do is i've just been green lighted for is i've got my own knife awareness program that will run through nottingham probation mm-hmm. so in, so in the new year i'll be facilitating because i'm a jeep um, <laughs> my own knife awareness because i've been I've been asking for this since since I came out of prison. Why don't we have this? Like, look at the city that we're in. And I was always told no. And then I had a meeting with probation, top of probation the other week. And they were like, yeah, okay, let's put it together. That's brilliant. So, That's brilliant. So, yeah. And you're going to be visiting hospitals, courts, other cities. You're going to be getting involved. Um, and you're also going to deal with um, the, the current increase in violent crimes, aren't you? You want to—that's what you want to do. I mean, all of this is so that you can hopefully bring violent crime rates down. It's not just about bringing the violent crime rates down. It's about showing these people, these textbook warriors, what the community can do, what yeah. we're willing to do, and how far we're willing to go mm. to, to show the people our people, our Nottingham and the rest of the other cities because we're all relevant to one thing. We all want the same thing. So it's just about being that front line to say, your job that you're doing, you're going to fail because you haven't done anything. There's no, been no prevention for God knows how long. You've got organisations that have been set up. Oh, I'm doing this and that. But you've got two people being stabbed on your doorstep. So we're, what, what prevention are you doing when it's on your doorstep? Mm. So it's just about showing that us as a community can actually make a bigger difference and make a bigger change than what you're going to do. Because pe- the people, everybody, whether you're from Nottingham, whether you're in London, everybody wants to hear people speak, not 20, 100 grand a year people speak. But I'm just going to ask, who are your favourite local Nottingham DJs, bands and musicians right now? It will be DJ Fever. Uh-huh. He's quite big right now. Um, Artist-wise, definitely Kane Ashmore, um, Jay Gold and Gully Smith. Okay. That's my, my list. So you've mentioned as well to me before about Nick Stead. Can you tell us about him? Yeah, Nick Stead is a producer. Um, he does a lot of community work as well. He's an amazing producer. Yeah. Uh, on my work back in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, he's definitely someone I'd recommend people to look into. Nick Stead's music is just amazing. And I saw a video you did as well. Was that the Rethink group? Um, yeah, I'm with a group called The Rethink. Um, we're more political. Um, not political, more talk about politics from the lower class view, from our view. Yeah. So people can understand how, how it affects us and how we see it, rather than yeah, rather than hear what they hear on the TV. They can hear from a real viewpoint of what, how it affects people from our places. I thought it was really good. I loved, I really loved it. I loved the visuals. I loved the audio, the beats. I don't know who had produced it, but like the beats were wicked. Like, and obviously, oh, that's Blue Book. Yeah, Blue Book's amazing. Who is that? Um, 
Yeah, yeah Neil Bluebrook, um, Brad Gardner is a um, graphic designer as well, mm-hmm. video producer, music mm-hmm. producer. But he's, he's, an old, he's an old school b-boy yeah. um, in that kind of sense. But his, all his music is like nice, nah, a boom bap era. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of vibe he's got. And yeah, he's he's amazing. But he don't really produce too tough no more. He's more into the graphic designer. Oh, he's but good. But if you want to get to him, they can. Yeah, well, give him a shout from me. And if you're listening, honestly, your beats are sick. So, big up. Yeah, what about yourself? Blue, yeah, definitely. What about yourself, Sherilyn? Who's who's doing it for you in Nottingham right now? Um, just a couple of my friends that I've known them since since school. Uh, so we've got Birdie Mac, uh, MC Birdie Mac. He's just out in. I shared his video that he did some freestyling in New York when he was there last week. But he's a sick MC anyway. He's a sick MC. Yeah. Like. Uh, and then um, I've got my old, old, old raver friend, Dirty Joe. So he's more old school hip hop, like underground. So he, but he's he's sick though at, at producing, making music. Like he's really good. I love them. I love them both. They're great people. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on my show and talking about matters which are close to all of our hearts. I mean, I'd love to talk about it more. And um, we have discussed this for over an hour, so I'm going to put an extended edited version up with the, practically the full interview up on SoundCloud and for download. And then the edited version down to half an hour is going to be played live for us. So for those who want to follow and find out more about you guys, what are your social network links? Uh, mine is Brushes and Bleach um, and just my normal Algie Williams. Sherilyn? Um, yeah, mine's Julie Hope for Others and United Impact. You can follow me on Insta, Snapchat, Facebook. <laughs> I'll make sure all the links are up with everything. Thanks so much for joining me. And don't forget to watch us on our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll be watching you. I'll be watching you. It's You'll be, be on it. It's going to be big. I can't wait. It's going to be big. And many fans. We're going to turn it around on you now when we come on September. Like, so then. Oh, Hello, welcome. Oh, Stacey, no. Can you get through to the auditions? <laughs> <laughs> be there, be big red buzzer. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> But many, many thanks. Um, definitely keep in touch. I'm so like pleased to have met you, and I'm so pleased that our paths have crossed. And um, I wish you both all the best for 2018 and beyond. You too. You're welcome, man. Big love. Blessings, yeah. Big love. All right, one love, man. Blessings, man. You know, no, 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 no. Yo, yo, what's up? This is your boy Harry Shotter, and you are locked on to misrepresent on the award winning CoolLondon.com. Absolute fire. Let's go! Thank <laughs> you. 
It's just shouts to Redneck just joined us. Big, big thanks to Shell and Lalji. That was big. Shelly's in the chat room like, I listened with my eyes closed. No, honestly, it sounds wicked. It takes so much strength and bravery to talk about that. Deep issues. Okay, you know, this is a tune. Special guest is Sub Zero from Players. Not only is he going to be choosing track of the week, but he's also going to be selecting his Desert Islander play. Now, if you're not familiar with what the Desert Islander play is, it's where we ask an artist if you were stuck on an island and you could only take one track of you to listen to over and over and over again and never be bored of it, a track that you absolutely love, what would it be and why? So just tell us a little bit about why you've chosen this track and what it means to you. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to choose a track by Omnitrio called Through the Vibe, which came out on his uh, Deeper Cut Volume 1 album, I think in around 1994, 1995. Um, it's an absolutely incredible song. It's very epic and beautiful, and um, it's also quite a long song. <laughs> I think it would be quite bad to have a... a a Desert Island Discs song that only lasted for two or three minutes because you'd get bored quite quickly. Uh, this is a good like seven minute long song, it's truly epic. Um, it's got an amazing vocal, it's got a lot of, um, it's got an incredible chord progression, piano, melody, um, it's the full package and it's a beautiful, just a beautiful, beautiful song that um, I would never get bored of. So yeah, Omni Trio through the vibe. Oh yeah, it's actually it's Omni Trio through the vibe, the bongo mix. So that's, that's my Desert Island disc. Yeah. 
awesome, awesome track. Absolutely love that. Big up. So, Sub-Zero, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to for 2018. Also, go on, tell us what you've got forthcoming and what can we look out for for next year and what are your plans? Yeah, I've been in the studio a lot in 2018, been writing a lot of new tracks, um, trying to get a lot of my own tracks, doing a lot of collabs. Uh, I've done quite a few tunes with uh, Limited. Um, We've just had our release, Can't Go To Sleep. We also had earlier in the year Vibrations EP. Um, I've also been working with a few other people. Um, Original Sin, we've been doing a, a few new G-Dub tracks. Um, worked with, uh, we've done a, we're working on a track with Sigma at the moment. Um, a, a lot of people actually, it's, 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 it's really quite exciting. Um, what have I got coming next? I've just done a remix for Benny L and Shimon, a track called Monsters, which is forthcoming on audio porn. Um, I'm just putting finishing touches to my, my new EP at the moment. Hopefully, we'll try and get that out for this year. Um, and yeah, there's, there's loads of stuff going on, really. So next, we are going to be talking about your track of the week. Tell us why you've selected this and what it means to you. So yeah, I'm going to pick my own track. Why the hell not? Um, Can't go to sleep with um, myself and Unlimited, which came out two weeks ago. Um, I'm picking this tune because it's my own tune, but also <laughs> I rate it. I think it's a really cool tune. It's, it's quite got a really sort of mad different sound. Um, it's quite a crazy track. It's got this sort of totally um, infectious, mad, long bass line that when you play it in a club or in a festival rave, whatever, people just really don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Um, so I, I, love, I love playing the tune and, and watching people's reaction. Um, also, the second drop, you should check out the second drop because uh, it, it's not that it switches up, but it does a bit, the, the, the bass line changes, um, and it kind of, just when you thought it couldn't get any more mad, it gets even more mad. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my track of the week. Um, can't go to sleep by myself unlimited. Can't 
tune. That was track of the week selected by Sub-Zero. And thank you for joining us on the show. I know it's short and sweet, but we will be getting you back on for a full-on interview later in the year. But where are you playing August, September, October time? Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, there's lots of things going on. Um, I think this month we've still got uh, SW4. Um, there's uh, Switch in Vienna, Austria. Uh, Breaking Science in Bristol. Um, then next month there's I've got Hospitality in the Park, which I'm really excited about. Um, some beats of Bifa. Um, Harry Shotter's 10 year celebration. Then October there's Brixton Academy Players. Um, Beat DB Collective. There's, there's a lot of stuff going on, so yeah, it's an exciting time. Wicked, wicked. So don't forget to check out Sub Zero on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And thank you for joining us on the show. It had to be now or never. Because I was going round in circles, lost forever. I couldn't overcome the hurdles all or nothing. Never somewhere in between Fear of something It seems to have a hold on me Then I changed And I could take my mind wherever Thoughts rearranged And then the colors back together Now I've found The visions in my dreams unbound Music melts down it's time to elevate this sound. Uh, shouts out to Trip in the chat room. What's that to Katie Trap? Represent on Cool London, the number one station. Yeah, lucky. Yes, Cool London. Misrepresent right now. Myself, MC Brooksy. And you know what time it is? It's shutdown time. We come to shut this down, right? Cool London. Yo, where are we going this one, misrepresent? Come on, I know you got something special for them. Give it to them. 
under management. At to Eastman, Miss Monday. At to Casper. At to the Badgers. Penners, can't forget. And we're just gonna warm into this one right now. Once again, I'll tell everyone checking this out right now. Cool London. Look. Go. All that bit of bar, bit of bar, bar, already gets on my nerves. Never hear me saying swear words just to fill out my verse. Off the set, you a mess of the session, not me. Nah, cheer with a bird. Best in the southwest, let's progress in my local scenes. This is first. Think of us the worst. Unsung hero like Jeff Hurst. So when that bubble burst, promise myself an even more curse. With all my change in the purse. Never days put myself first. Practice sessions, putting that work. End of a week, day down the verse. Play what I play, say what I say. Do what I do. Day by day, I'm an MC. What's from art? I try to break through. Do it things my own way. If you don't like it, you know what to do. And now I'm working with artists like you up. Listening to you, yeah, the truth. Banks, you might see me working with idols When I say commit, ain't talking suicidal These days are transformed to the CD from the vinyl But the selection's still dirty, public urinal show In with the new times, out with the old I see big names in the game getting left out in the cold Levels getting raised daily, nothing some hold And when the weekend comes, you know that we are on the road, yeah It's OAM, it's OAM, no stopping them No stopping them, no stopping them, it's OAM on a mission representing right now. Misrepresent what we got. And you know we come with all styles of drum and bass. No holding back. Time to shut it down. Where we going this one? Yo, the question I ask in the dance is are you really ready to? Let it go. Got a chopper for the last two hours. At to the Jonah, Phantom D, up at nine. Can't forget Lion Dub, up at eleven. Live from New York, at to the Worldwide Massive, drum and bass. On the same wage, it don't mean that me and you ain't on the same page. Always on moves, and I'm here to maintain. Catch me spitting truth in the venue on the main stage. Making my people proud, that's my main game. I get the crowd loud, I'm not into claim fame. Forward like Harry Kane with lots to lose in this game. Not rhyming for the sake of it, I choose to use my brain. I'm asking why does this world have to be so strange? I know that other brothers feel my pain. Try, understand why we always complain, and it's a lie. If you say that we ain't to blame. Recently my outlook on everything has changed. Try keeping positive and live like day by day. Friends have become friends again but nothing was arranged. Boys turn to men when respect got exchanged. Hey, The music that we dance to is electric. When the weekend comes it's our chance to get hectic. Sometimes I keep my rhymes simple but effective. So if you feel the vibes you can keep connected. I'm a perfectionist perfecting Always careful of the content I'm selecting Heading in the right direction So allow the indirecting See the face, heard the voice It wasn't what you were expecting Yeah, it's electric Feel the vibes we provide right now And remember, it's all about the music Drum and bass jungle Once again, out to the Sub-Zero Octopus. I let know from the get-go, whenever it's so fresh and cold Mint chop on their toe, don't try like I'm rolled We're born and raised in the ghetto Now you've been told, I said I'm having it's time to let go No, so, are you really ready though? Open up your ears, it's about to get heavy though 
structure and that steady flow turns to misrepresent. Let's go, let's go. Cool London. And you know it's a pleasure coming up in here today. I grew up listening to Cool. And now I'm here. It's crazy. Add to the drum and bass progressing massive. Ah, oh, watch the switch on that. And remember, we play all types of drum and bass right now. So give me that jump up, give me that jungle, give me that liquid, give me that heavy dark tech. Rolling, bass, line, give me that jump up, give me that jungle, give me that liquid, give me that heavy dark tech. Rolling, bass, line, your choice to believe me. I'm not the sort of standing line. My voice been easy, it is always standing nice. Simple, never so easy. Look, we have got outstanding rhymes. Every show, my flow's tight, like my Calvin Klein. Get with the times, get left behind. If you have to grind, don't act blind. I got this feeling inside, someone's showing me a sign. It's time to make new music, it's time to use my mind. Look. Add to my on a mission family, can't forget. Nothing but love. And you know me misrepresent. We've done a showdown at the Players Barbecue in Southampton. And that's what it's all about, spreading the love. It's all love, it's all love, it's all love. Chopper once again for the last two hours. Lovely. Okay, let's get back to the bars. I weren't having a laugh when I started. I never done this half hearted. Just worked hard and grafted from a raver to an artist. People used to tell me they were like Brooksy, you're a smart kid. If we're talking MCs in this city, you're the hardest. Not the fastest, but you're the smartest And certain MCs are past it But they can't see past it Give that map, he's past it It's a brush of mud and a carpet Not an arsenic, on arsenic Link up the mist, carnage Link it up right now As we spread the love Spread the sounds of drum and bass Once again out to everyone round town North to the south, east to the west Yo, everything blessed, no time to stress. Just feel the vibes on this one, summer vibes. Love this one, you know. Listen up, listen up. We're just gonna feel the vibes right now. Listen, your time, your time. Love this one.
represent Brooksy. underground right now listen now listen now what listen now listen now yo what's that creeping From the south coast and the southwest, I must confess, I'm gonna contest. If in the set, not from the set, always prep, never in a mess. Don't sniff cold, don't sniff cat, only smoke no cigarette. So careful where I step, in this for the stretch. Don't have to take what I get from a young age, but on my rep. I'm not no space cadet, I'm not no vet like death. I got people to keep me in check, I said no when I made it, yeah. Look, no, man, I don't rest, I don't do this like the rest. I'm in charge on the breath, and I imagine it like pet. Used to do HEC, and I used to do access, never no, don't do that no more. I'm getting back less. But I'm opening doors, and I'm getting better work Deep down in my hometown, I know a lot of people hurt My name they have heard, probably from their birds Don't come with no bit of art, bit of art, understand every word Tell them it's masked under the lightning, all smiles, no fighting Even though we're just typing, that to me that ain't writing Me and the rain just connecting, and he play for the selecting Energy that I'm injecting, and there wasn't what they were expecting To the people they can't believe, I have put this far There's more to being an MC than spitting a couple of bars Need to know when to leave Need to know when to start, need to know when to breathe, when spit slum, when spit fast. My delivery's first class, your delivery standard. I come here to work hard and there will pick up like Branston. Talking, talk swinging at random. Do this from the black and the white, but I ain't moving like Jackson. MC's chat about stamina, they run a half marathon. Two hours on your own, on the stage, could you manage them? Could you handle them? Could you manage them? No, no, ju- 
Alright, that one there. Man. Yo, pick it up, pan a pan, people start to call me clever, clever. Drum and bass music, we do this forever and ever and ever and ever. Okay, let's keep it moving. Look, do me this precisely, politely, lively, not grimy, nicely, 100 old take pricey, ain't got time for wifey, always on the road like a pikey, I was born and raised in the 90s, so the train has got to be 90, stop acting almighty, even if you don't like me, can't fight me, I'm not feisty, gonna send them off right Riley, snakes ain't gonna surprise me, that's why I pick the mates wisely, you can't tell me what to do, you can only advise me, ain't no amigo, cause Rigo from Rio, Lewis but not Figo, when I'm on the ball like Zico, keep the cool for Nino, been writing bars since Bebo, Left my team for bigger things, something like Coutinho Hey, Old Tyler Crew R.I.P. Icon Never forget R.I.P. to all the fallen soldiers Dominator storming Drum and bass is one big family, right? We bring the vibes every time Listen live Misrepresent Brooksy as we come shut it down, cool London. Look. Hey. Always make noise. I'm a leader of my pack. Pack, pack. I love that trap right there. And don't forget you got Jonah and Phantom D up at 9 and Lion Dub at 11, so stay locked, cool London. We just vibes in in the studio right now. Spread the love. Listen up. Listen up. Listen up. Listen. And you know, studio time. Time to let off some new ones. Some fresh. Listen. Look, guess what? Learn a lot since I've grown up. In this drum and bass game, you need to make your own luck. No shame to say at times I find the road tough. And I ain't naming names for some that even write their own stuff. So out to everyone along the way that I show love. Nowadays I own a microphone, I'm in my zone, bruv. I behave on stage, I've never not shown up. I don't need no drugs or pro class, I just bring my own buzz. Feel the vibes. Jessica, 
tables turn There's nothing shameful being stable in this world Real life, we have to live and learn For a day it feels like I want to wake, kill and burn I said, real life, we have to live and learn We don't love first time, we're doing the second, not third We have to live and learn Every day it feels like I want to wake, kill and burn No Okay, where are we going this one? See? Booksy's about, about, about. Misrepresent right now. And big love to you for getting me down as well, you know. Once again, out to the Sub-Zero. Out to all my On A Mission family. Drum and bass. And you know, we still got a few, a few new ones to come with. You gotta try and remember the old ones as well, you know. Listen, look, yo, if you don't know what Brooksy's about, I'll tell you what I'm about. Best in the southwest, let's progress on a local scene. No doubt, walk the stage, praise up a mouth, talk of the town. South, pick it up, head and proud of people start to call me clever. You might see me clowning around in my town, but I still make the pound. You might see me misbehave on the stage, but I still make the pound. I show them now, look, I tell them how it's time to get my own sign about, so we'll let myself for the roundabout. Catch plan, wanna do more than match, man. I can speak quick, no bit of box. Nestle, not gonna catch me, fam. Don't win a bit of best, man. I test, man. X, man, don't they understand? Gonna expand, put on a few nights to make a few grand nuts. Catch plan, wanna do more than match, man. I can speak quick, no bit of box. Nestle, not gonna catch me, fam. Don't wanna be the best, man. I test, man. X, man, don't they understand? Yo, is that on a mission, gang? Wow. Working up a sweat right now, studio. Live in a session, what you reckon though? Look, look, yo, life's mad since I've become a dad to a princess. My very own that I can put in a pink dress. I wanna do well with life and her not to think less. Joy attacks the time even when it might bring stress. Yes, everything I do for Jess. Everything I do is for Jess. Watch the switch, watch this, listen. Shut down. Okay, let's get to this. Your eyes said two sides to every story, let me tell you my version. We were on the same journey, but I took a diversion. Certain people are close to turn me into a better person. Don't believe in religion, but I'm an updated conversion. They say I'm slacking the bars that I've been about and I ain't a burden. But I'm one of these stars, but leave my scars because I ain't a surgeon. And I'm son off for these MCs, it's like they're talking in. They don't make sense, that's not a Saturday with Paul Merson. He just chats waffle. Paul Merson, that is, you know. Out to my football gang. Listen. Ba, 
bars are hard as local brothers act like they can hardly tell. I'm moving fast, fast, others Anthony Martial. Skets don't try and tease me, I don't want a Barbie girl. Please believe me, pocket cheesy and it is that hearty smell. I don't want a can of bevy, but I'm mad for dairy. Not so cold, that's probably why I'm born in January. People tap me on the back and say, Brooks, man, you're heavy. First time I've heard you play and look, I'm a fan already. I was around when you paid £20 for a Henry. Things started to get hard, something like a semi. You know my town is Bishop Down, not Femi Growing up was great and I was state Before a pound became a penny Not a sub-genre snob, no I do any This ain't my full-time job for bookings, I got many I'm on a concert to shoot someone like Tom and Jerry I'm a nuisance, I'm a leader, John Terry Kids, turn off your telly, it's time to burn off your belly If you got someone to say we ain't got all day, spit out like a phlegmy Right supply is smelly, but you high like a heli I don't do no chemies, you won't see me chewing on Rennies Kids, turn off your telly, it's time to burn off your belly If you got someone to say we ain't got all day, spit out like a phlegmy Right supply is smelly, get you high like a heli I don't do no chemies, you won't see me chewing on Look, I'm the one that they rate, but also the one that they hate If I do something great, everyone wants to be my mate I'm the one that they love when we're inside a club Just on set with gov And now they all wanna call me bruv I'm the one that they rave Also the one that they hate If I do something great Everyone wants to be my mate I'm the one that they love When we're inside a club Just on set with gov And now they all wanna call me All wanna call me Hey You know we got bars for them Yeah Add to the jump up massive Something on this one. Check it. Young festivals, I'm performing when some of them are sorting intense. Four fans and ravers, all sorts of flavors, yeah, man, it's intense. I come here for one reason, best believe that I spit sense. Don't take an interest in that indirect, so I'm an incest. He calls himself an MC, but ain't got a mic, tell a man invest. Won't get bored when I speak, it's more than hype, but coming to impress. Do you believe it's all in the street, you easily misled? Look, I won't fall on my feet, no one just think less. I do mean myself, nobody else can be you. Once people need to stand by your side, he can just need you. I swear to half this drum and bass scene is see-through. You man, my son, can't fight that and that feeds you. I do mean myself, nobody else can be you. Most people need to stand by your side, he can just need you. I swear to half this drum and bass scene is see-through. Then man, my son, can't I listen. I... And you know, that's what I like about Miss Represent. She represents all stars of drum and bass. No holding back. Your eyes said always made noise. I'm a leader of the pack. Look. Oh, so nice, twice as right, Bruce Forsyth Not Bruce on mine, but feel alright On all four sides, most of the time Stuff that I write, don't perform live Yet chose his life, we don't get shown among the full guys Oh, so nice, twice as right, Bruce Forsyth Not Bruce on mine, but feel alright On all four sides, most of the time Stuff that I write, don't perform live Yet chose his life, we don't get shown among the full guys No! Every person for their self, you know. Alter everyone helping each other out. It's all love. And if you've enjoyed today's little shutdown show, you can go check it out on Misrepresent SoundCloud. That's www.misrepresent.com on a SoundCloud. And check myself out on SoundCloud at MC Brooksy. That's B-R-O-O-K-S-I-E. Trust me, Facebook. All of that. 
If you want to book Brooksy, I'm more than a flat rate Go down and pussies, I ain't getting in no cat chase I ain't rolling with the rookies in the rat race Not a goody goody, didn't grow up in a mad place Want to book Brooksy, then I'm more than a flat race Go down and pussies, I ain't getting in no cat chase Nah I'm here for the music, let's not confuse it I said, guess what? Learn a lot since I've grown up. In this drum and bass game, you need to make your own luck. Wow. The music is powerful, it's magical, you know. Okay, story time, story time. Look, I used to mingle with the singles, sipping on doubles, but I ain't slipping no more. I'm thinking twice before trouble, the music life can be nice. Everything is in struggles, I'm running my couple ones. Most are coming in couples, and when I'm spitting, I got women looking at me like they're puzzled. I'm like, what? You ain't the missing piece to the puzzle. Truth first, this ain't gonna work, sorry to burst your bubble, but we're not gonna snuggle. We'll get more than a cuddle. I don't care if when I touch mine, she's wet like a puddle. She ain't bringing much, I ever said the dog needs a muzzle. I ain't trying to find the light at the end of a tunnel. And if it feels right, then it might keep my mind subtle Shallow girls judging guys by the size of their muscles Can't believe they still fight, sort their problems with knuckles Brooksy won't buckle, stand away from the huddle This is real life hustle, all my problems are juggle And if I make mistakes, I throw my hands up No handcuffs, I'm never getting banged up We tell a man up, that smells dead like dandruff And if you all sit down on the sword to stand up yeah, If I make mistakes, I throw my hands up No handcuffs, I'm never getting banged up we Tell a man up, there's no dead like dandruff And if you all sit down on the sword to stand up, yeah Yo, picking a pen and powder, people start to call me clever, clever, clever Drum and bass music, we do this forever and ever and ever and ever Yo, words are carefully chosen You got me there. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Yo, MCs just wanna look cool. They don't wanna have no fun. If not, then they chat bull. That's why I roll with my own son. Trust. Dawn, I never stop this. Any sound, hold it down like a powder hostage. 
Sometimes I don't say much, but that don't mean I've lost it. This is drum and bass. I don't wanna see no mosh pit. I wanna see them people stood still on mobile phones. Wanna see them people going wild in their zone. They love their old school guys when everyone's going home. Gonna make them people smile. I don't wanna see them moan. Look, I know you pay good money to come into the rave. I ain't being funny while you're trying to chill backstage. Man's about out his dummy before he could even explain. The town that he would gully, he was just mashed up and he's brave. Don't care if she's a honey, don't care if she's a babe. Go live to when it is sunny, live to when it will rain. Hungry in my tummy, hungry in my brain. You know the aim, you know the game. It's all up, it's all up. It's all up, it's all up. A drum and bass music brought us all to love. It's all up. it we're out till next time thank you to everybody who's been locked on tonight trip way marie michael t i see you casper in the chat room thank you we'll see you in two weeks you've got blacker on rotation cheers good night